Good morning, New Hope. Pastor John here. Uh, I'm on uh, beautiful Lake Skogman. I thought this was great uh, scenery here. New Hope um, Cambridge campus is the is on site of, of Lake Skogman, and uh, three of us pastors live on this beautiful lake. So here we are, uh, the sermon today, Jesus Up North, the importance of friends and spiritual community. And, and also, we're just in the second of our series of A Summer with Jesus, Building Relationships. There's something wonderful about Minnesota culture, right? In summer, getting up north, getting to the cabin, going camping, getting away. There's something really therapeutic of in this beautiful state to get away and to enjoy beautiful nature. I think it's fascinating that Cambridge is kind of right on the cusp of getting up north, right? I mean, we're just kind of, uh, we have some cabin culture around here. Our own neighborhood is a mixture of cabins and, and year-round dwellings. And I'll never forget when we were moving to Cambridge and we were commuting back and forth daily to the cities, there was this line of trees, this uh, beautiful farm field just north of Stacy before you get to North Branch. And I would come to this and it was like this, it was like God was saying, welcome to the north, welcome home. What a privilege that we have. To, to enjoy, uh, to be a part of people coming to enjoy uh, God's creation here in Cambridge. What a gift. In our life talk today, Jesus invites his disciples to get away with him to get some much needed rest. Here's our scripture for today taken from Luke 6, 30 to 32. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then because so many people were coming and going, they did not even have a chance to eat. He said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. Earlier in the chapter, uh, the disciples had, had gone out. Jesus had sent them out to do ministry. And they had uh, preached repentance from their sins. They had, they had uh, prayed for people, laid, laid oil, and, and prayed healing for them. Um, they had done marvelous ministry. And so they're coming back to report these things to Jesus. But they, they can't even eat. They're so busy with people coming. And Jesus is saying, come away with me to a quiet place to get some rest. Here's our big idea for today. Jesus invites us to come away with him and experience true spiritual community. Uh, I'm on the northeast uh, side of the lake. This is our, our northeast bay of the lake here behind uh, your camera here is the Skogman Lake Farm. And I always have this friendly banter with Pastor Bill. You know, what's the best side of, of Skogman Lake? He's on the west side and, and we're on the northeast side. And uh, hey, many commentators believe that Jesus left where they were and they went away to the northeast side of the lake. So I don't know about you, but I want to be like Jesus and come away to the northeast side of the lake. So that's why we are out here on the lake on the northeast side. It's, it's all good. But in order to find true friendship and spiritual community, we first of all need to come away with Jesus and his friends. His disciples had just been out and they were busy doing the work, the kingdom work of ministry. It's important to note Jesus' teaching method here. He, he first of all calls his disciples, and then he trains them. He models, he teaches the kingdom. And then he, he sends them out to do ministry, and then he brings them back to supervise, to, to evaluate, to continue to disciple, and to mentor, to do more ministry. 
we're going to be leaning in to this the shifting of what it really means to be a discipleship uh, more in the fall. We are called to be disciples who make disciples. And this is what Jesus models beautifully in this passage. But after all this doing, all this, all this work, Jesus shows this is about being too. It's about being connected to the Father. It's about coming away and learning what true life is. Last week, Pastor Bill did a great job of showing us Jesus in Colorado, of what it was like Jesus to go into the mountains to pray, to get away, to hear from his Father. And so Jesus models this in his personal habits of, of prayer and solitude with God. But now he's modeling it for the disciples. He's modeling it for all of us. You know what this invitation to come away is not? It's not just a, a living for the weekend. It's not just come away and just uh, kick up your heels and just go to the cabin every weekend. No, this is intentional, true life of, of what it means to experience life and community. In his book, Becoming a True Spiritual Community, Christian author and psychologist Larry Crabb talks about this journey of Jesus and this, this invitation to experience true community. And he writes, Brokenness is the realization that life is too much for us, not just because there is too much pain, but also because we're too selfish. Brokenness is realizing he is all we have. Hope is realizing he is all we need. Joy is realizing he is all we want. Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote, Our community with one another consists solely in what Christ has done to both of us. We need to come away and to experience community with Jesus and his friends. Because we realize on a human life, a human level, life does not satisfy the deep achings of our hearts. And so brokenness and the struggle to find meaning and purpose and love and enjoyment is a good thing because it reveals we struggle for something more. We need to come away with Jesus and, and find community because we realize it, it, it's nothing without him. Later, later on in his book, Larry Crabb reflects a story that's, that's profound. He was speaking at a seminar. They had been worshiping for about 45 minutes, and everyone in the congregation in this huge auditorium was standing up worshiping. He was sitting down because he knew he was going to be speaking for the uh, next couple hours. There was an empty chair beside him, and someone came up to him and said, Can I speak with you a minute? And he thought, well, that's kind of rude. I'm getting ready to 15 minutes to be speaking. But he said, sure. This person said, I'm a pastor at this church. And since uh, we invited you to come speaking to me, God has been putting you on my heart. I believed I had a word for you that I was going to share with you after the seminar was done. But now I feel I need to share it with you right now. He said, I believe God has called you to know what you're doing, and he wants me to tell you that this weekend you'll know. A few words, he slipped away. You see, Larry, before this guy came, had prayed, God, is the sense of direction for true community, is that just my idea? If that's your idea, I need you to tell me this weekend. I need you to tell me right now that this sense of direction and this teaching in true community is directly from you. So then he reflects. The man's word, 
words spoke to a part of my heart that few words reach. I've since wondered how often the words I say come out of those largely unused depths of who I am. I have no doubt that the man's words to me emerged from the new self Christ had given to him, and that's why they reached the new self within me. We met at the deepest level of our being, where the Spirit of Christ has chosen to live. I love this story. It shows that he prayed a bold prayer. God, I need to hear. If it's not from you, I'll scrap it. But I need to hear this weekend. And this God gave this man the very words that he had prayed, this confirmation. And I also love that he, he re recognizes that the words of that man spoke to this deep place within him. It's soul words because the soul is where we connect with God. And that's what community is. When we connect with God and we are a part of that connection and the words of God back and forth with one another. That is true life. That is what we're longing for. This is the invitation God longs to have us to respond to finding true life connection with him and other believers. Our big idea today is Jesus invites us to come away with him and experience true spiritual community. So first of all, we come away with Jesus and his friends. And secondly, we come away to a quiet place to get some rest. You see these qualifiers, a quiet place and getting rest, show how hard it is to get true rest. We're so busy. We're so used to the distractions of life that it, it can be scary to go away to a quiet place. It can be scary to be alone with our thoughts and to listen to God and his community. Even with COVID, it's, it's easy to be busy. It's easy to, to be always running and to not take time to listen, to be quiet before God. It's not easy to follow his invitation, but amazing things happen when we follow Jesus' invitation to be quiet before him. Some of the most profound things that I've experienced in my walk with Jesus have happened when I've been obedient to get away, to be silent, to hear those words from him. Come away with me to a quiet place and get some rest. I'll never forget I needed to go away into a silent retreat for a class and I went to Covenant Pines a couple years ago and on my way on that winter day driving to the camp my brother called and he confirmed a prayer I had had on my heart for him for a whole month. I had been quiet about it. I had heard a profound thing of God wanting to take him out of a, a pagan house of worship. And my brother called me and told me that he had been going to a solid Christian church for a month. It was amazing. On the way I'm going to spend this weekend with God, God would use those words. God would use that answered prayer, that life in my brother, that life of Jesus in such a profound way. Another time I was getting away for a silent retreat and preparing a, a solitude retreat for our staff this winter at the Wilderness Fellowship Prayer Cabins in Frederick, Wisconsin. And it was a wonderful overnight, and I got this little card that said, Welcome, John, to, to Basil Cabin. And this scripture on here is from Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. When I came back from the weekend, I found out that my own daughter, Gabby, 
was led in prayer to give that same scripture to a friend to encourage her. When she reached out and gave that scripture to her friend, her friend said, that's one of my favorite scriptures. Again, that connection in the soul. Man, God gave us the same scripture. God longs to speak and to give us true life, give us true community. It's amazing. God wants to speak into our life. He wants to show us what true friendship is, what true community is. He wants to show us that community of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Perfect love. It's not easy to respond to that invitation, but if we do, and if we seek out community like that, and we walk through the tough struggle, and we say, that's what I need, God will bless us. Where and how is God inviting you? Where is he inviting you to come away with him, with spiritual friends, to a quiet place to be restored by his word, to hear a word only from him? How is he inviting you to do that? How is he inviting you to be that person that's listening to his word, to come alongside the other person and speak the very word they're praying? Let's be that people, New Hope. Let's reach out so we can experience more of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We can come away with Jesus and experience true spiritual community. This is our last Sunday with worship pastor James Belmont, our worship leader at Cambridge for over 10 years. He has blessed New Hope community with his, his beautiful heart, his hilarious antics, his amazing gifts, but most of all, I believe his redeemed heart that lives to glorify the Spirit of God in all he thinks, says, and does, and especially in leading us in worship. James, Kelly, and the, the kids will be sorely missed. They have done an amazing job. But I am so thankful that they are responding to the call of God. They're being obedient to step out and to, to listen, to come away with Jesus and to hear that still small voice of God of what's next. When I think about my times with James, I think most fondly of this kind of experience of the Spirit of God moving back and forth between us. James, I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for what God has done in your life. I'm so thankful for your faith, but I'm so thankful that there's a place in your soul that is a deep place of reality. It's a deep place of life. And I'm so thankful to have connected back and forth the Word of God, the Spirit of God back and forth. And that does not have to end. And so Scottish kin of mine, a uh, direct descendant of the great William Wallace, I want to send you out uh, with a blessing uh, to your family and a blessing today kind of for all of New Hope too. So. Hear this uh, great friend of mine. And now, as you go on your way, may Jesus go with you, above you and below you, before you and behind you. In every eye that sees you, may they see what we have seen. May they see the fire and the passion, the revival spirit of Jesus. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. God be with you, Belmont family. God be with you, New Hope. And go away with Jesus 
and find true community with Him. Amen.